There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Welcome to the Business Elevation Show and a very unusual start this morning with the sound of morning prayers that I heard on the 17th of December in Konya in Turkey when I was on something of a Turkish quest to find out more about Rumi and how this 13th century philosopher, poet and author is still impacting the world today and to learn about some of these lessons that uh, can impact our self-development and our businesses in the 21st century. Now this is someone who the likes of Bob Dylan, Madonna, Coldplay refer to him as a real influence and Persian rappers refer to him in their songs. I needed to discover a little bit more about this man and why he's still so important uh, to many people around the world. In fact, his poetry is uh, deemed to be uh, some of the most famous poetry in America. And actually, in some years, he's the most purchased poet in America. Yet he lived in the 13th century. Now, during December of 2019, I accepted a very unusual invitation from the founder of the Diplomatic Business Club diplomatic business magazine and international lawyer, Dr. Mansur Malik, to travel with him to Konya in central Turkey. At the time when I told my wife and friends, I started to question myself when they asked me questions like, is Turkey safe? One client said, have you got hostage insurance? Another said, you're going to find out about who? You go in the week before Christmas, what if you get stuck and your flights are delayed and you miss your family celebrations? On reflection, one point proved to be correct. The experience turned out to be incredible, though due to fog, I did find myself stranded an extra two days in Turkey and just made it back a couple of days before another kind of turkey was sitting on the Christmas table. Over these two radio shows and there'll be a part one and a part two i want to share with you more about the world of rumi and and let you listen to some very interesting people that i had the opportunity to interview to find out more the key influence for me going was dr mansour malik he was somebody i'd met and had interviewed on the show on the subject of leading with love and that had received an incredible number of inspiring comments from India, Pakistan, the United Kingdom, the United States, Iran, and messages uh, that I hadn't expected. Messages like, this is the interview of the year. And I think what appealed to people was the message of coming together as one across divides to solve world problems. That was really inspiring. When Dr. Mansour Malik invited me, I also wanted to understand how this man ticked. Why Rumi was such an influence for him. And he makes this trip to Konya each year when he can to experience the whirling dervishes and the ceremony that surrounds the celebrations of Rumi's life that occur every year on national television. I discovered that Mansur's warmth and infectious energy combined with his deep Islamic faith and his love of the principles and lessons from the life of Rumi also transpires into an incredible ability to attract amazing people into his world. People like foreign diplomats, members of royal households, senior business people have been under his spell. And his work has claimed accolades from the likes of Buckingham Palace. So there I was, 
awakening to those morning prayers on the 17th of December on the 13th floor of the Novotel in Konya. And I thought it would be good just to record a little bit of that to get you into the mood. So let me tell you a little bit about the visit. Due to Mansour's connections, I attended the 746th annual Mavlana celebrations. Mavlana is the name of Rumi in the East. He's referred to as Rumi mostly in the West. I'll tell you more about that soon. As we sat in our seats with Turkish and foreign diplomats, there was a constant flash of paparazzi photographs, photographers pointing their cameras at members of the Turkish parliament in attendance. The highlight for me, though, wasn't the official government speeches that I didn't understand, but the whirling dervishes whose whirl with great care and great skill. Their beliefs based upon the teachings of Rumi being that whirling brings you closer to Allah. Every little gesture and movement signifying something such as taking off a layer of clothing, which, for example, is perceived as shedding the ego. It was clear that this man was absolutely revered in Turkey. During the trip, Mansour and I also visited the Rumi Cultural Centre in Konya, the resting place of Rumi, and I walked into this incredible tomb. This beautiful place was full of what I can only describe as religious tourists, people in little groups talking together and praying and just being part of this incredible energy that exists there. Now I don't come from a religious background, yet I could not fail to be impacted by this energy. It was uplifting, it was peaceful, it was energising. You know, you've maybe visited some places yourself where you've felt this energy. And it's interesting, you know, in the works of Rumi, you know, Rumi saw people as having almost their own sun inside them. The sun that enables us to light up and energise and give warmth to others when we access it. I can only liken the kind of shift in mood that I felt that I occurred just as my father died in my presence. The energy, though, not one of sadness at all of peace but here afterwards I had to say I had a great feeling of elation as well. During this following to this program and also part two you will hear interviews today with the Honourable Essene Celebi Beiru a 22nd generation relative of Rumi and the head of the International Mavlana Foundation. You could tell by the people who were visiting her, what an honour it was to be in her presence. Also Fahri Ozakil, the head of the Whirling Dervishes, the man I'd seen the night before in a, a, an arena, standing there with the Whirling Dervishes on national TV. A hugely honourable and highly revered position in Turkey. In the second episode, the general manager of the Novotel and Ibis and Konya. And you'd be fascinating to find out, I think, as how they use Rumi to help them deliver exceptional customer service. Well, so in the next episode, if you're listening live, this will be next week. If you're not, you can just access it from the archive. There will also be Mansour Malik himself and his take. As I say, Rumi has helped him build an exceptional network of ambassadors members of royal households and senior business people across the globe. Before we do that, let me share a little bit about Rumi himself. During his life, Mavlana Saladin i Rumi, or as he's known in the East, Mavlana and Rumi in the West, in his lifetime became a poet, an author, and a distinguished leader. Someone who, when he died, people lined the streets, people of multi-faith, to celebrate his life. And such as I've mentioned, 
They've been celebrating his death and his life for 746 years. Imagine in your life if you could have that kind of impact on people. And 746 years into the future, your life was a shining example of how to live to many people. He was born in 1207 in the city of Belth, Horasan, which at the time was inhabited by Turkish tribes and remains today within the boundaries of Afghanistan. His mother was the daughter of a sovereign ruler, the ruler of Belth, and his father was the chief scholar. Now with the probability of a Mongol invasion, his father chose to desert his hometown, accompanied by his entire family. Their migration was well in excess of a thousand miles. I guessed maybe, maybe horseback, maybe on foot, but a long journey. And during that journey, and I believe that Rumi was only maybe five, sort of six years old at that stage, they traveled via Baghdad, Mecca, Medina, Damascus, Karaman, and in 1228 they arrived in Konya upon the invitation of the Seljuk Emperor. Later in life, Mavalana had two sons, and years later, after his wife passed away, he married again and had two more children, another son and daughter. Now, his childhood was taken up by attending his father's lessons from a very early age, learning Turkish and Arabic, Persian, common Greek, as well as classical Greek. And he studied other religions along with Islam, which probably means his that understanding of the other religions was why so many people revered him. He studied subjects ranging from history to medicine. He received his education from his father and also from other top scholars of the time. And later he taught hundreds of students in theological universities called madrasas. A key part of his story was befriending Sems E. Tabritzi, who was in search of another fellow acquaintance to match his own scholarly wisdom and to enjoy his company. Sems and Mavlana focused intensely on endless tasks, talk, sorry, poetry recitals, and whirling rituals, which are today continued by whirling dervishes, with this spiritual soulmate. However, Jealousy was aroused among Mevlana's students. Unjust rumours were spread against Sems, who was offended and then fled for Damascus. Mevlana was deeply sad. He secluded himself from his friends and wrote many verses, which were read in something called the divan e kabir Now, the instigators of this situation expressed remorse at his sadness and went to Damascus and brought... Sem's back. Yet jealousy arose once more. This time Sem's disappeared altogether. Some believe his tomb is in Konya. However, some believed he deserted the city. Some believed he was murdered. This still remains a mystery. At this stage, again impacted by his friend's disappearance, he started writing an ocean of poetic and prose work still widely acclaimed seven centuries later and read today in Greek world and in translations in places like Turkey, Azerbaijan, prolifically in the United States and South Asia. His poetry has influenced Persian literature, it's influenced traditions across Ottoman Turkish, Urdu, Pashto languages and been described as the most popular poet and best-selling poet in the United States. His work includes hundreds of short stories, 200 in something called the Masnavi, which he wrote. And he refers to subjects like gender equality and oneness. He wrote from the perspective of the lowest to the highest in society. He was loved across ritual, religious divide. He said, if you take an elephant or one religion, may, one religion may touch the ear, another the leg, another the trunk. They are, however, touching an element of the truth that loves conquers all. They were all a part of the same thing. He was a great musician. And his poetry has great rhythm within it. 
perhaps again why musicians love his work. Some of his quotes, some of them may be confusing, others are very relevant to us in business today and helpful. Some have described his work like, you know, there's complexity in it, yet sometimes you read something and it's like a firework going off or a comet is randomly cast amongst all this thinking. There's a fountain inside you. Don't walk around with an empty bucket. How you make others feel about themselves says a lot about you. And doesn't it? Isn't that true? Still today. Everyone has been made for some particular work and the desire for that work has been put in every heart. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Here's something you might be interested in. Orgain's grants for greater good. Orgain is giving away $150,000 in grant money. If you're a startup business working in nutrition, mind-body wellness, or promoting healthy lifestyles, listen up. If you're like me, you'll know that it can be very challenging to start your own business. And having the right support and more money to work with can only help. And that's where Orgain comes in. Orgain's a brand that makes convenient and clean nutrition products founded by Dr. Andrew Abraham, who has a very inspiring story. He developed an original nutritional shake during his fight to beat cancer in his teens to help nourish himself. He realised he wanted to share his recipe with the world, quit his job as a doctor and founded Orgain. Andrew knows from first-hand experience that people are changing the world one idea at a time. But often these ideas just don't have the financial support to get off the ground and he wants to pay it forward. Orgain will choose three deserving startups and grant them $50,000 each to help elevate their business to the next level. To apply for the programme, your startup needs to be two years or older and in the business of promoting healthy, vibrant lives through nutrition, active lifestyles or mindfulness. The application period ends March the 20th, so if you think you're a good fit, please visit orgain.com slash grants today to learn more. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realise your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called The Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. I want to mention my friends at FreshBooks. FreshBooks are a sponsor of the show, which is greatly appreciated because the costs of running this show have been immense over the eight and a half years that I've done this. But I've contributed at my own cost because I wanted to add value to people beyond my clients and help people to develop and grow. And it all fits within the purpose of my life. But with FreshBooks help, it makes a small contribution towards the cost of running this show. And because they have a great product, then it's not a discomfort to share that information with you. So I wonder, do you remember when you started your small business? Because we're talking about something here that's helpful for small businesses. And it's, I'm sure, no small feat. It took a lot of late nights and early mornings. It takes the occasional all-nighter. And bottom line, you've probably been insanely busy if you've done this ever since. So why not make life a little bit easier? And our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed for small business owners. It's simple, it's intuitive, keeps you way more organised than having that dusty shoebox filled with lots of crumpled receipts. You can send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds, get them paid twice as fast with automatic online payments, automated online payments. File expenses even quicker, 
keep them perfectly organised for your tax time. And the best part of it is that FreshBooks grows alongside your business and you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. So join 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days. No catch, no credit card required. So go to freshbooks.com slash elevation and enter the Business Elevation Show in the How Did You Hear About Us section to get started. And if this is of interest to you, please do add and enter the Business Elevation Show and then they'll be aware that you've found about, out about it from here and it just triggers that this is a good show to help to support. So thank you very much. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Okay, this is Chris Cooper of the Business Elevation Show, and I'm absolutely delighted today to to be sitting with uh, some wonderful people uh, at the International Mevlana Foundation. And um, I'd like to introduce um, the Honourable Dr. Essien uh, Chelebi Bayrou. Uh, thank you. It's uh, lovely to have you here today. Thank and you. you're, uh, you're, you're a very special person. You're the 22nd uh, generation of. Uh... Okay, this is Chris Cooper of the Business Elevation Show. And I'm absolutely delighted today to, uh, to be sitting with uh, some wonderful people uh, at the International Mevlana Foundation. And um, I'd like to introduce um, the Honourable Dr. Essien uh, Chelebi Bayrou. Uh, thank you. It's uh, lovely to have you here today. Thank and you. you're, uh, you're, you're a very special person. You're the 22nd uh, generation of uh, um, Milana Jeladin Iagrumi. Yes. Correct. And the Vice President of the International Mevlana Foundation. Oh. So I wonder if you could maybe start by just telling us a little bit about you and you know what it's like uh, to be you know you, be you um, because I've not met anybody before so I just love to hear in your own words what was life like for you growing up and with this legacy of Rumi in your family a lot of people they ask me how do you know you are the 22nd generation yes. of Mevlana Jalalitin Rumi uh, I know this because after him, his son, Sultan Veled, and his grandson, Ulu Arif Çelebi, they prepared this road, Mevlevi Tariqa. And Mevlevi, uh, and they opened uh, some school uh, to teach uh, this knowledge, which Hazreti Mevlana gave to humanity, this knowledge to uh, generation to generation. They give the lessons uh, in this school and uh, where Selçuklu Empire went, where Ottoman Empire went, they opened schools at that place. And they all um, lead from Konya and they always choose one um, from the same blood and uh, because of this they and they rode all of them and then because of this I know who am I <laughs> and I am the 22nd generation of Mevlana Rumi and they rode all of them in at uh, you know his tomb is in Turkey in Konya and uh, there is one museum there and our family tree is there. They can see if they want to know more. Yes. They can see it there. So you're the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and, and I'm very happy because 
all of our grandmothers and fathers, all of them, they teach us to serve this blood. You are carrying very important blood and you must serve to this blood. The meaning of this to share all the knowledge uh, with all the world, humanity. And uh, Alhamdulillah, we are doing this and all of our um, grandfathers, grandmothers, they, they uh, learn this knowledge and they uh, share this knowledge to humanity and now we are going to uh, continue this and our we are five one brother and now he is our uh, leader um, and four sisters uh, we all working in uh, International Mevlana Foundation and our children and grandchild too and we're happy to say this uh, because they are uh, small 10 uh, years old 12 years old but mashallah they are um, they are preparing some speech to and they share this at their school with their um, friends. Great. Yes. Excellent. So, and, and so, on, on what ways do you sort of reach with these the message? Um, how, how are you reaching out to people around the world in your uh, work? You know, he's doing this. As yes. And some of them they are reading some poems from his books or um, going to Sema ceremony yeah. and um, they want to learn more about that and uh, some musics are getting on this way them to uh, read and to understand more and more and interesting some of them they saw in their dreams and then they, uh, they saw some uh, one person and uh, when they 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 have a trouble and uh, this person in their dream uh, gave them the solution of this trouble and then they made this and they're happy so they want to they are going to share who is he from where uh, can we find this person and then uh, Somehow, I don't know what they um, saw, the, some pictures and, uh, you know, in his time there is no photograph, there is, the, yeah. um, the, they, there is some miniatures and they saw this and then they began to learn more about him and sometimes they are coming to Konya and or Istanbul to find us uh, of course, to 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 visit his tomb, and then they are they fry, and they find us, and they learn more and more, uh, or they are invited us in at their uh, their uh, place, and we are going there to give a lecture, or with Sema group uh, to show them. What is Sema? And um, you know, Sema is very important because everything is turning. And, um, and uh, in Mevlevi tradition, uh, this is like a um, ceremony to, to clean their soul. Mm. All ceremony, uh, there is everything is. Um, there is the meaning of everything in Sema ceremony and then the, all of them giving us to how can we clean our soul and uh, Sema Zen who, uh, turning person uh, when uh, they are turning they said uh, the name of God when they are turning Allah, ah. Allah, Allah ah. Yes. Can, can I just explain that the I mean, the seminar ceremony is uh, a ceremony with, with uh, 
Sufi whirling dervishes, mm-hmm. um, which many of you may have uh, may have heard of, and that's why um, Madame Chelebi is uh, talking about the, the turning um, yes. and the symbolism of, of it. And last night we had the privilege uh, of attending the ceremony, uh, which involved the Sema um, uh, sort of element of it, and uh, we observed the, the whirling dervishes um, doing this most beautiful uh, movement. And what I found, one of the things I found fascinating was this was the 746th annual ceremony, yes. which is just incredible of this uh, life of this uh, amazing um, philosopher. And uh, I just wonder, um, what are these? Do you think that, um, that you know that Rumi wrote about all those years ago that you think are just so important to life today, and why this has lived on for so long? Hazreti Mevlana'nın bunca yıl içerisinde yani 746. yılda kutlandı. Onu önemli kılan nedir? Bunca yıl sonra hala hatırlanabilir ve bu kadar e, ihticamlı anında. Yes. He, he take all the knowledge from Kur'an-ı Kerim and Hadis, what Prophet Muhammed said. And he, he look from the love window, we can say this. And love is very important, you know. And, and he gave us the... How can we be happy? How can we love ourselves? And if you know yourself, you love yourself. Uh, because when you are looking for how can we know ourselves, uh, I have only one question. Question uh, that is, what God give you a gift? And this is only one question. Uh, you can take one notebook and you can write all of them. You finish one book, notebook, and you can buy another one and another one because um, God every moment giving a gift to us, and then uh, we know who who we are, why we are in this world, and um, that time we love ourselves. This is not ego, but uh, and we, God created us to know him and to love him. And from this we can know ourselves and love ourselves too. And uh, all the prophets and all the, uh, we say veli and in English you say sense, all of them, uh, they gave us how can we be happy. This is, this is not um, part of <laughs> This is not hard. Yes. To know ourselves is not hard. To to be happy is not hard way. And you know, if we put our material life and spiritual life on balance, we'll be happy. Mm. Yeah. So I think what. Um I'm understanding as well from that is uh, and to, particularly to a sort of business audience is that the, the important thing you know as a leader maybe as a human being is to understand yourself and uh, and love yourself and I think that enables you to also love others and uh, and I think what I'm also you know gaining from this conversation with uh, Madame is um, is humility is that there is something very special about about humility that uh, has a you know, a big impact on other people and a, a quality within in business that is very very important mm-hmm. uh, do you agree how how would you i mean rumi is um hugely popular today around the world and his poetry is is uh, and his writings you know, there's there's an ocean of uh, of material and content out there and people are enjoying it all over the world what do you think is the what would you love to see in the world in um, in terms of how Rumi's teachings? Of course, we must read his uh, his 
books yeah. and uh, and we can find all the questions uh, of ourselves to and all the un- answers of uh, our c- uh, questions inside of this his words and when we are reading it's good for us and, and i i saw a lot of people they want to learn this and they uh, they have one inspire they have one inspire in their heart yes when they they read his one of his poem and then uh, they are beginning to understand this with their mind heart and mind be together working together and then when they learn more and more they fell in love divine love Mevlana he uh, and he said love we understand this is divine love and he said all loves get you to divine love mm. I think I think uh I heard someone sort of describe his work um, when you're reading his work as almost like you, you see moments in it that are like fireworks or you know a comet suddenly something makes sense yes. that maybe you've, you've missed and uh, I think what you're you're talking about there is there are special moments in that uh, work which suddenly mean something uh, to people and they get a new insight mm-hmm. and uh, and they change they, they change so I'd just like to say um, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today and and to share you know a little bit about the um, the international Mevlana Foundation and uh, the work of Rumi and and your work it's been a great honor to talk with you today yes. so uh, yeah so thank you very much thank indeed you. <laughs> thank you. Um, and is there a way if people want to find out more about the foundation is there a way for them to find okay. out of contact or Mm-hmm. Oh, so is there maybe. a, is there a, 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 a number mm-hmm. there? Yeah, okay. Or is there a, a okay. website? Yeah. Yes. So you go to www.mevlana, that's M-E-V-L-A-N-A dot net. Uh, there's information on there that you can find and you can find out ways to contact people. I'd also like to say a thank you to um, Leila Alcan as well for um, uh, just interpreting, not that it was needed uh, greatly, and also to Dr. Mansour Malik of the uh, Diplomatic Business Club for his uh, very kind work and introductions, very generous. So thank you very much. Thank you. Following the conversation with Essin Celebi Beirut, I felt really kind of privileged to have spent the time with her and and the people who work at the foundation and to hear the good work that they do but also you know i got a real sense that you know, rumi is about was about love and connectedness and i really felt that genuine kind of love from her and personality and sunshine and this i think created although she's quite a quiet lady it created a real magnetic personality and someone it felt a privilege and an honor to be with. As I was saying goodbye, she asked me if I would wanted to select a card from a number of cards on her desk at random, which I did. And the card said, if you count a hundred apples or a hundred quinces, they do not remain a hundred, but become one when you crush them together. I took that to mean that there are so many of us on this planet, but it does feel that as nations and as people, if we are to help this planet, we need to come together more as one. As we come together, we get closer and we can solve many of the world's challenges. If we're in companies and organisations coming together, bringing your teams together, bringing your leadership together, to creating a culture that is vibrant and engaging and feels more like one, can only mean one thing, greater happiness at work and greater success. After the break, I'll introduce you to Fahri Oskakul, the head of the Whirling Dervishes. Back with you in just a couple of minutes. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called The Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of the Business Elevation Show, and I'm delighted to be uh, today with uh, a very, very special guest. I'm with Fari Ushkul. Um, who is the head of the Whirling Dervishes in Konya in Turkey. And, and um, I'm also delighted to have uh, uh, Tuba with me, who's also going to do a little bit of translation for us as well. So, um, so thank you. So how do you become the head of the Whirling Dervishes? He interested in the whirling dervishes in the Sema ceremony uh, when he was a child, right. when he was an only child. And uh, he uh, take education, took education in 1972 uh, with his father and uh, it's a kind of a course. And after that, nearly 47 years, he was a, a Semazan, he was a whirling dervish. Uh-huh. Okay. For now, uh, he is the head of the Sema uh, Whirling Dervishes. He's the head of the Sema Whirling Dervishes, mm-hmm. um, which is a very, very revered position here in, in Turkey. just want to sort of ask, you know, how, how long does it take for uh, a Whirling Dervish to train? Mm-hmm. You know? uh, Mm-hmm. Um, it's bound with your ability, but approximately uh, at the end of the six months, uh, you will be a semazan. Okay. But it is not uh, an ordinary whirling, because uh, if you want to be a, a real semazan, real whirling dervishes, you need to take education from Mevlana and his philosophy. You must take education that is because the whirling der- to be a whirling dervishes is not ordinary um, things for us yes mm-hmm. okay what, what I noticed last night was um, a lot of sort of qualities within the dance which uh, are I think very important to mm-hmm. um, people to be successful in the world mm-hmm. what is the purpose of, uh, of, the, of the being a whirling dervish mm-hmm. and what are some of the qualities that um, it teaches us? What is the purpose of? The purpose uh, of yeah, uh-huh. What are the qualities? Semazen olmanın amacı nedir? Semazen tabii ki aslında semanın ne olduğuna bir bakmak lazım aslında. Yani insanlar ne için sema ediyor? Bunu öncelikle belki yorumlamak lazım. We can start. What is sema? Yes. Uh, we should know that sema is a kind of a way to reach Allah, okay. uh, bounded with uh, Mevlana, Jalalitin Rumi. Uh, because um, before the Sufism schools in Anatolia, uh, Mevlana lived in here. And uh, also, he aimed to reach Allah with, um, with a mature man. And um, 
he choose to whirl uh, around himself to reach Allah. And uh, it reflected Mevlana's philosophy. And after Mevlana, his close friends and his family decided to build a kind of a Sufism schools. Uh, we called that Mevlevi Tarikats. Tarikats, uh, it's meaning that a way to reach Allah. Okay. And the uh, Mevlevi person uh, to follow the Mevlana Jalalitin Rumi's way uh, decided to use that way to reach Allah. Right, okay. okay. The, the thing I, um, you, you're reaching Allah through uh, the Sema. Uh -huh. um, I also see qualities that are very admirable. This, uh, this peace and meditation, there's exercise, there's uh -huh. you know, a, a relaxed intensity, and there's teamwork. Mm -hmm. um, what qualities um, are helpful in the outside world to maybe mm -hmm. business people? Uh, first, we can say that uh, for the modern times, uh, Sema and uh, Sufism uh, is a kind of lifestyle. Yes. And uh, if you choose this lifestyle, uh, you should learn some special things about Mevlana and Mevlana's philosophy. And you should live uh, like Mevlana. Okay. <laughs> so live like Mevlana. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So, but in modern times, maybe we can say it is impossible uh, because um, they lived like a dervish, uh, and um, they far away um, from any other uh, world things uh, in modern times. Mm. But now. Um, it is impossible, I think. But you can follow uh, by making Sema uh, his way. And because Sema is a kind of Zikr. Zikr uh, called Allah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, so, uh, um, so if you, you live this way, you choose to be like uh, Mablava. Um, um, and... And then you go out into the outside world and you, you, you embody some of his qualities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, what are the particularly important qualities that we should... Um, e, yani hani bunun bir şeyi var mı? Hani dışarıdan birisi sema etmeyi öğrenebilir mi? Ya da bunun için nasıl bir yeteneğe sahip olması gerekiyor? Tabii aslında herkes sema edebilir. Herkesin sema etmesini de isteriz. Ama bu işe gönül vermesi lazım. Yani hı hı hı. dışarıdan birisine zorla gel sema et demek hı hı. tabii ki e, mümkün olmayabilir. He told that uh, if you want to be whirling dervishes, um, you no need uh, any special skills. And uh, you can be a whirling dervishes, uh, you should be a volunteer. But... Uh, you should live uh, your religion's life, uh, private life, according to the Islamic religion. Okay, so, uh -huh. thank you. Welcome. <coughs> well, what I, what I, I saw um, being, having the privilege to be at the Sema last night mm -hmm. was um, I saw qualities when I observed the Sema of, you know, amazing sort of coordination, uh, a sense of peace, uh, relaxed intensity, mm -hmm. uh, respect, um, there was love for the bigger picture, in this uh, context is Allah, mm -hmm. um, there was a closeness between um, the um, members of the Sema, mm -hmm. there was some um, kind of rhythm and working together and commitment and teamwork and beauty mm -hmm. and uh, great control and self-awareness and timing and I think these qualities are, we can learn and be inspired by the Sema Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. to go out into the world by observing them mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. so that we can be better in life mm -hmm. and better in the way that we run our businesses. Mm -hmm. um, so um, that sort of was one of my, t my takes on observing yesterday. There's a lot of admirable qualities mm -hmm. that are very inspiring for people to help them lead, lead their lives a lot better. A lot better. Um, so you don't need to translate all of that, but um, I'm just you know, saying that for the, for the interview. Um, but uh, it's been a, a, an absolutely wonderful privilege to have the opportunity to, uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. to, to talk with you today. And, uh, uh -huh. and thank you so much, Tuba, for 
<laughs> such an amazing um, interpretation. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Dedilerken son işte biz dün sema törenini izledik. Onların arasında müthiş bir uyum vardı. Ee, hani birbirleri arasındaki işbirliğinde çok güzel sağladıklarını gördük. Bu muhteşem bir şeydi bizim için muhteşem bir tecrübeydi dedi ve teşekkür etti sizlere. Ben teşekkür ediyorum ee, geldikleri için koyamıza gördüğümüz için e, koyamıza geldikleri için Hazreti Mevlana'yı, Sema'yı ve bu ihtifal haftasını e, oradaki dostlarımıza duyurmak için böyle bir aracı oldukları için de kendilerine teşekkür ediyoruz. Uh, thank you so much for your coming to Konya and uh, watch the SEMA ceremony and visiting uh, Konya and Mevlana Celaletin Rumi and we pleased to meet you. So I hope you enjoyed this today and are interested to find out more about Rumi and about the experience that I had in Turkey and the things that I learned. And on next week's show, I will share two more interviews from uh, this and conclude and share final thoughts and things. Uh, Mansour sent me a poem, so I'm going to read it out to you. It says, says, obviously from Rumi, don't plant anything but love. When you plant a tree, every leaf that grows will tell you. What you sow will bear fruit. So if you have any sense, my friend, don't plant anything but love. You show your worth by what you seek. Water flows to those who want purity. Wash your hands of all desires and come to the table of love. Do you want me to tell you a secret? The flowers attract the most beautiful lover with their sweet smile and scent. If you let God weave the verse in your poem, people will read it forever. I've also created a blog post with photographs and things like that. If you want to find out more about that, go to chriscooper.co.uk and look in the news section. And then there you'll find the blog on this and you can download it if you want to as well. And all of the content in there. And if you've got any questions or comments, send them to me at chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.